want to tell you about one of our partners, Quetzal Education Consulting. Quetzal Education Consulting is a queer, black, and indigenous women-owned firm offering anti-racist consulting, PD, coaching, keynotes, workshops, and more. Their newly released Abolitionist Teaching Workshop series coaches and prepares teachers to further develop abolitionist practices in the classroom. Find out why they have been called The Future of Educational Justice by Dr. Bettina Love. You can book a free consultation with Quetzal by calling 510-397-8011 or visiting quetzalec.com. That is Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-E-C.com. And if you mention you heard about them through Two Dope Teachers, you will receive a 5% discount on their Abolitionist Teaching PD series. Once again, you can book them by visiting quetzalec.com on their Connect With Us page. get into that but we are. but but you know but yes we're back oh, you were <laughs> you were setting me up for something really deep right there um yeah no it's a little different we are still two public club <laughs> i'm even stumbling over it <laughs> we are two public school educators in the city of denver is it can i say educator now yeah yes um, you are an educator i'm an <laughs> i'm an educator and we are coming at you to remix this conversation on race, power, education, and dopeness. Coming at you from the 303-720. Live and direct. Live and direct. It is live. It is direct. It is a Tuesday evening. I Tuesdays are a hellscape for me, bro. They are a hellscape. You we're were like, saying tu- Tuesdays are the new Mondays? Tuesdays are fake. They're false Mondays. Fake false Mondays. Right? They're false Monday because they they go around masquerading like they're not Monday, and yet everything about them is very Monday-like. And so what I've realized in my new position, we'll talk about this in a minute, is that nobody wants to have a meeting on a Monday. And so all the meetings that probably could have happened on a Monday end up happening on a Tuesday, rendering Tuesday awful. It's just awful. Like today, I had to go from work to pick up my amazing child, who's now a senior in high school, Dang, to go fast. Said child home to one part of town and then to drive to my graduate school class on the other side of town. Oh, those are hard days. Yeah. And I just don't want to have any more of them. Um, Cause like I was sort of like little puppy stopped, like the air conditioning stopped working full time. And oh, I was frustrated. Man. 
Yeah, especially in this heat that we were having. Yes. And so the AC would work. This is such exciting content that I'm sure everybody tuned in. Uh, I mean, you know, we got so to get I'm the driving, AC update. Yeah. So if I if I get to between 30 and 40 miles an hour, the AC works. And then as soon as I'm stopped in traffic, it's blowing hot air. So it got fixed, allegedly. Anyway, uh, so Tuesday is terrible. Our, our, how terrible was your Tuesday? <laughs> but you know, actually, my my Tuesday is not a meeting day, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, so no meetings other than my club, the the Black Student Alliance. Shout out, shout out. We BSA. we are we are in a rebuilding, but uh, love it. We got a senior to come through that you know and love dearly. That oh, that's we've been trying to get to come through. So shout we'll talk, out to we'll that talk, senior. We'll talk off mic. I think I know who it is. Yep. We'll talk off mic. Yep. Yeah, for real. That's great, man. But so that's building. Great. Uh, so that was like my highlight of the day. Um, you know, but Tuesdays now tomorrow, tomorrow is professional development. <laughs> I'm going to get developed as a professional. Yo, you put the pro in professional development, bro. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You know, I mean, I think it's what every teacher looks forward to is professional development. We should have a contest to come up with the best, like, uh, I, other uh explanation of what pd could stand for yes <laughs> yes yes absolutely <laughs> it would be really interesting at some point when um our employers aren't listening to talk about the similarities and differences <laughs> um no i'm just kidding i love my new job hey if you are new to this show and you might be because bro did i tell you i went viral What'd you go viral for? Oh, this Let's was about this. I'll tell you in a second. But we so I and this was actually me going viral, not even from our two dope teachers Twitter account that has 10,500 followers and counting. Wow. Like, this was from my little swaggy G account that I like almost never tweet from. Anyway, so if you are new to the show, I'm Hera, he's Kevin. We come at you weekly or so or so. And we just kind of bring you some real talk around um, around education, um, centering our stories on uh, on educators of color and the communities that we serve. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at Two Dope Teachers, where you can get previews to episodes and just super fun content. Um, and if you want to email us email is still a thing yes. teachers at gmail.com if you're interested in supporting us financially if you would like to help us stack that cheese um you stack can go that cheese some some something stack that, stack cheese. that cheese this actually this tweet that i'm going to tell you about really um really does fit into the stack that cheese theme of yo what's up friends franz he makes his appearance franz co-host franz the co-host with the most yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to help us stack that cheese, support uh, BIPOC grassroots media, go to patreon.com slash two dope teachers, where for $15 a month, you can get a two dope nation sticker designed by our guy, Sham, prominent street artist here in the state of Colorado. The man. So this tweet. Um, so I we've gone viral from the two dope teachers account before, like we've hit 2000, 3000 likes. Yes. But. I posted this thing. And so this is, so we're, and as we give our career updates and the future of the show, you'll kind of get this. Um, second year in my doctoral program, I'm taking um, a class from this dope black woman professor 
who essentially explained to us why she didn't just put all the readings in a file on the Canvas site. She yes. said, I'm going to put the links there so that you can access them yourself, but you need to be able to find these things as grad students. And because so many of the people who we are reading are marginalized voices, we need to make sure they are getting digital engagement because these yes. are some of the things that come into account when they're up for tenure and that kind of thing. And I yes. have no... I. I had no idea, hadn't thought of that, hadn't thought about how digital engagement can support um, can support these educators of color. And if it's all algorithms, then that's kind of a real thing. Bro, I tweeted this pretty innocently. Do you know how many, li- and I'm still getting likes on it. It's wild. You know how many likes I've gotten on this? How many? 48,600 Wow, that is bananas. 4,475 retweets and 167 replies, mostly supportive. But even the trolls started coming out, which I'm like, dang, you know, you made it. I'm like, you 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 hit hard if the trolls are after you. And we even got a message from a prominent, um, or I even got a message from a prominent higher ed journal asking to talk to me and the professor because of the level of engagement there. It was a trip, bro. I've never gone viral like this. It's a That's trip. Wild. Like I had to turn off the replies, not because it was being I didn't so much. like them. I just couldn't know. I just couldn't tell who was talking to who. Cause that's the problem with Twitter is that you'll see replies, but you won't always see who they're directed at. And now you got people yep. fighting each other for things that weren't actually said to each other. Like Twitter's a Twitter's, Twitter's wild. Um, yeah. Sounds so, like it. And I think I gained 150 followers on that account the last two days. There you go. <laughs> there you great. go. So yeah. Um, so we're here, man. And it's and it's different, man. It's different, it, right? It is different. It's for sure different. What's different? Let's tell the people what's De- different. Definitely. Uh well, uh, for those who don't know, some people might know. Uh, but Gerardo is no longer in the classroom. No longer working with me at DCIS at our school. So sad, man. Yeah. I, I, you are missed. We, uh, the students miss you. Uh, we, we say your name. We remember you. <laughs> you, you pour out some chocolate milk at lunch. We pour out some chocolate <laughs> milk at lunch. You know, you know, we, we gotta represent. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I mean, I think you should tell the people what you've moved on to do, because yeah. I think I think it's important work. And, and, and even your thought process, and, and I think we had talked about doing this because I know like it wasn't an easy decision for you, yeah. but I think it was a decision that you, you, you felt like given everything in your life, that it was the right decision for you, for your family. And again, to, to keep pushing in the work and you found some awesome ways to keep pushing in the work. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, right? Um, yep. You know, and and I think so. We we one of our followers on Instagram, Lauren Peraro, talks about her journey um, as a California teacher from being absolutely dedicated, hard body karate to teaching. Yeah. To the to the extent that she felt, particularly as a first year teacher in the pandemic, yeah, where she felt that she was over identifying with her job right yep she's like i'm a teacher but i don't always feel like there's room to be other things and i I think that's a voice that's been 
in my ear for a long time, like in the back of my mind, like, and you know, um, for me, it was like, it was lesson plans that just weren't as tight from month to month, year to year, um, engaging in important conversations about, about the direction of the school and that kind of thing that just became harder and harder for me to really engage in. Like, it's not that I didn't care about it. It's, it's just that I was running out of the bandwidth. And I have a theory that teachers of color, we, our careers should be counted in dog ears because yep. I feel like what we endure um, on top of the regular pressures of being a public school teacher in the United States of America, we also have to contend with our positionalities as well. So not only do we have to convince our kids to learn, we have to convince our colleagues that we're smart. We have to convince our leaders that we're professional. We have to convince parents that we're qualified, you know, and it, yep. and it often is very different. And so I, part of my theory is that I kind of, I started to, that just really wore me down. And, you know, um, I didn't like who I'd become in a lot of ways. Um, I think the other piece of it is, you know, and I'll always be really, really blessed to have spent a year as Colorado Teacher of the Year. I know people, some people in our circles get tired of me talking about that. Um, Those same people would be tough. They, if they did it, they, you would never hear the end of it. No, nope, so you really wouldn't. You really we wouldn't. forget about them. Yeah, but I, I was really humbled by that because I, I, I was able to see a bigger picture of education that made me look at situations in Denver public schools, in public schools in Colorado. And I looked at those and what I had learned to normalize it 23 years into the game, I started to realize, hold up, this kind of funding, this kind of infantilization, this kind of disrespect, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. It's not like this everywhere. It's hard everywhere. That's right. But it's not like this everywhere. And as I was around other people sharing what was going on there, I started to realize what a system actually looks like. A system looks unpredictable, uneven, and inequitable. And yep. so how do I how do I address that reality? You can't unsee those big perspectives. And so um, so all that kind of came together. I started my PhD program last year, as a lot of you know, and um, it became harder and harder to sustain everything. And really my, my primary focus with apologies to my director who I don't know if she listens, um, my priority is my studies and my research and my scholarship and hoping to do things from those positions that benefit more kids. Now, I won't get to be with kids and that's the part that heart, hurts my heart every single day. I walk by an ele- elementary school from where I park uh, two of them. Yep. One of them is uh, is in the Emily Griffith building. That's right. That's um, the one my ch- my children went to that elementary right. school. Shout I know that to, one well. Shout out to DDES. Uh, yes. Walk by y'all. Your, your children making joyful noises. It's so great. That's one that thing. That indoor playground that just echoes. It's so bad. It's wild because it's like a cage and I'm like, oh, I don't, man. But It's always so a good time. Always a good time going on. But um, yeah, so I mean, that, that's a part that is always going to hurt. I'm always going to miss students. I ran into a bunch of our students last week when I, you know, went down uh, to get pizza. It was cool to catch up with them a little bit. That's the part that kind of hurts. But um, so what I'm doing now is I am in our in Denver Public Schools. I'm the manager of learning and development. My, I'm essentially managing all pre-service and early service programming for Denver teachers. 
Um, and so, Great. yeah, I mean, so every student teacher, uh, we have a couple of former students from our school who are student teachers right now. Ooh, yes. And, um, yes. You know, so every student teacher, every para trying to become a teacher, every intern, every associate teacher, um, I'm working with them and we're having, trying to find ways to expand that work so that we bring more black and brown educators into, into DPS. Um, so that's my role. I'm also working on a Voices for Honesty and Education Fellowship uh, through the National Network of State Teachers of the Year. So if y'all have gotten tired about all the attacks on our LGBTQ plus uh, folks in schools, of all the attacks on teaching true history, and if you're sick of book bans, and if you're sick of educational gag orders, uh, myself, my friends Tracy Nance and Monica Washington are going to be writing, speaking, blogging, appearing, um, talking about those issues, also working on a fellowship at DU, and of course, we're doing this here podcast right here. Staying busy. Staying busy. And, you know, um, I literally, so you could say that, yeah, exactly, Franz. You could say that I have six jobs and combined, they're not as demanding as teaching. <laughs> like, that's just the reality. So that's a very long-winded uh, kind of explanation of everything I'm doing. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick little pause here uh, while Kev attends to our co-host. Keep it right here. So anyway, um, but some questions, some important questions have arisen, um, you know, following this career transition for me. Um, the main question is, what's going to what's going to happen with the podcast? What is happening? That's that's everybody's first question. Yep. Like just because we're not in the same building that we the podcast is over. I've been approached by people looking to steal your seat. It, that's not amazing. To me. No, definitely don't. As soon as it was as soon as it was announced <laughs> that you got the job. People are like, you looking for a new co-host? Let me jump in there. I'm like, yep. hold on, hold on. Y'all are too thirsty. Thirsty <laughs> people trying to replace. I mean, it, it, it is interesting, right? Like, because I because it is interesting, you know, that this I've been so like ambivalent and conflicted about everything. Like, we've gone back, like, I don't refer to myself as a teacher anymore because I, while I have the heart of a teacher, I don't do the, I don't do that work now. Yep. And so there are legitimate questions of like, well, who are you to be on a podcast called two dope teachers and a mic when you're not a teacher anymore? What say you to that? Kevin? I mean, I, I, I say once a teacher, always a teacher. First of all, if you ever met the teachers, you've done 40, 45 years, you know, retired, still in it. Like they still have all the tendencies. Right. And even yeah. though I get what you're saying, you're like, you know, I haven't, but you whip up a lesson plan if you needed to. No, this is true. I know you could. I know you could. I know. I know well, you people could. are funny because we're talking about like, you know, one of the things we're talking about is making for a better overall experience in central office for people. Yes. And so one of the things I shared in a meeting today was that, you know, it's hard for me to name what this looks like in a central office capacity, because this is what this is what we do in the classroom. Like. I have, to, I like, if I don't make every child feel welcome and celebrated as they are, then I'm not going to be successful with that child. And I don't know why it's any different for adults. Like if we don't send messages that adults are exactly who they are and that we're here to support them to become the best versions of themselves, 
then we're not going to be successful. And I realized it was just really hard to articulate that to people who, uh, some people who had never taught. And I'm not mad at folks working in central office who never taught. Like there are people, I was talking to one of my colleagues and she was like, I tried to teach. I really wanted to be a teacher. I was really bad at it. And so I learned that I could come into a role like this and work behind the scenes and make sure teachers have what they need. Like that's dope. You know, that's dope. But but it's it is interesting because again, I'm realizing how under-respected teachers' skills are in these spaces. They're all surprised when you know how to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. And 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 as we know, teachers have and uh they they have a what what's the line from uh Liam Neeson? What's he say? I have a wide array of skills. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that, I don't but, know what the line is. I've never even seen the movie, but I just well, heard that yeah. line. Over. <laughs> well, yeah, because it could it, it exist all over like social media. I have to I have to try to find the <laughs> quote. Um, there's also so one of our Twitter followers, uh, David Miller, shout out, David. Um, when we sent, when we put up the teaser about, yo, things are changing, you yes. know, we're living in these different places, etc. posted this gif of Obi-Wan in I think it was the third Star Wars movie when he's you know cut off all don't add us don't add us if we're wrong (laughs) yeah yeah, seriously Uh, but i'm pretty sure it was it was the revenge of the sith um or is one of those where like he cuts off all of anakin's like limbs yep and he screams and he's like you are my brother anakin and um essentially arguing that you are the uh the the hero clad jedi master and i am now a sith lord what do you think about that I mean, is that I, 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 no, no, <laughs> no, think about it. <laughs> you, you are, I got some sis in me though. I got to tell, tell you. you this. I mean, we all do, but, but, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you this, right. You're working the plan from the inside. Like they, you know, it like we got, we got to infiltrate to make it great. And yeah. so, you know, like it takes infiltrate to make it great. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Look but at we, you. We got to, you know, like we need people like you pushing the work right in there, hearing that voice. And, you know, my experience on the bargaining team, shout out to all of my bargaining. Shout out to the bargaining teammates. team. I miss y'all. Got to see you last night. Y'all are great. Um, we did good work. Out. Yeah, you did. Let's, let, yes, let's, we did the work. Um, yep. But that's neither here nor there. But, um you know, I just saw the need for perspective, at least on the bar- in my bargaining experience for the district to get more perspective of teachers, educators of color, right, of you in there to know that you are sitting at those tables, raising in meetings, raising these issues, right, to try to improve the system. It tells me we're still on the same team. We are still yeah. fighting the exact same fight. I was saying it from the bargaining table, right? You're saying it from there. The more they hear it, the yeah. more they gonna hear it. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and I think I mean it has really pushed me into this new space where I mean, listen, like I'm all I'm always gonna have a little bit of anarcho-pedagogue in me, right? Like yeah. I'm all like because to me, when we talk about abolitionism, you know, abolition was not the goal. No, <laughs> right? No. Of ending enslavement. Like Harriet Tubman wasn't like, I'm just going to be able to get a job for the next 50 years 
being an yep. abolitionist and continuing to free people from slavery, right? The 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 point was to end slavery, <laughs> you know. That's right. And that abolitionism is rescue. And our friends um, Anna and Danny out at Quetzal are are um, our promotional partners. They talk about yes, abolition is needed, but abolition is an emergency intervention. Like what we need to be thinking about is, is what post-abolition looks like. So bro, what if we tear this thing down on Friday? What's happening on Monday? What, what, what happens on Monday? Cause and we so, know there's going to be needs. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we need to have built something right. Yep. And so the, the way I'm trying to make sense of my professional existence right now is that I'm being pushed past pointing out the things that don't work or that are harmful. Like yep. it's not that I'm yep. not doing that anymore, nope. but I have to create a mindset in myself and shout out to the Enstoy people who have funded this fellowship that I'm doing as well. I've had to put, I've had to sort of adjust my mindset to say, yes, tear down, but also build. What am build. I building? Yep. What's what am I building step? in this meeting? What's the next step? I can walk down the hallway and, and just sit down with our, with our equity director. What am I going to build in that conversation? What can I build when I run into the superintendent, you know, in the lounge, right? Like, what yep. can I build when I, and also shout out Dr. Alex Marrero, friend of the podcast, um, you know, who, who I see frequently, which is wild, but, but it's just interesting because I'm, I'm being forced to ask a question of, of whether I'm able to help build things. Um, they're going to be good for teachers. They're going to be good for our communities. I've told everybody who will listen, man, I'm always going to be a Chicano teacher from the East side. Like that's always how I will view the work. I won't always have that title. I mean, I'll always be a Chicano, but I won't always have the title. Hey, but and, uh, to quote Dr. Asia Lyons, you don't got to be in a classroom or an institution to be a teacher. Yeah. Although Asia also called me the enemy of the state. So <laughs> like <laughs> That's Asia for And it's really funny. Like if you haven't, if, if you haven't like, you know, listen, we, we, this didn't come up on a show. This came up in a meeting uh, where Asia wants to rescue all uh, black educators from teaching. I'm trying to bring them in and come on, man. Like, yeah. 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 Better. We yeah. need to build something better with us, you know? So I'm, I'm public enemy number one, but Dr. Asia is not here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I'm actually, I'm pretty interested to see, where we go with the work going forward. This is season seven. We didn't even mention this is season seven premiere. Yes, there was so much. There's so much going on. So much going on. You know? And uh, it'll be interesting to, I mean, I don't know. Like people came to the podcast to know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I think- You should have made that more dramatic. You should have been like, we have decided that- That. We have come to a, a bold decision. We'll just edit this part out and go with this. Be like, we, we would like to let you know that we have decided that the Two Dope Teachers podcast is going to continue when we're not really sure what else is going to happen in the coming what, months What do you people years. expect? You, I don't you know. Can't, well, you like... Know, we, we lost, we, we could go ahead and say it. First, we should acknowledge we lost some podcasting, a podcasting duo that is like the world to us. Yeah, we did. The Bodega Boys yep. split. Oh, we're putting their name out there? Okay. We'll say it. Okay. Say their name. Right. No, they, yeah, they, <laughs> they split We're going to live. We're going to live. Should, I mean, I really believe there's a power vacuum now in, in uh, dope podcasts. 
There and is. So I, I think we're ready uh, to step into the void. And yeah. uh, we've been and steadily building the brand. We have been. And we are the most dangerous podcast in the schoolhouse. This is for sure. This for is sure. for sure. This is for sure. All so, what do you, so, so like, we're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some things that may be on our minds. And then we will, uh, we will wrap up. Um, but stick with us here on Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. Yo, what's up? We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back by popular request. We're back and under I'm attack. Back. I'm back. Wait, hey, what was that thing you said? Infiltrate to what? Infiltrate to make it great. To make it great. Oh man. So our uh, our our equity director uh, and I I have to, you know we can critique right. Yeah. One of the yep. things that he says that I'm always fond of him saying when people talk about DPS in comparison to other districts, yep. he will say district one for a reason there we go there we go i mean you do we are number one we are in our state for a reason we still we can get better at getting better see (laughs) that's an inside joke means i'm getting worse at getting better actually (laughs) you know what hey i'm gonna write a book about getting worse getting better at getting worse (laughs) getting better at getting worse (laughs) hey speaking about uh getting better so you're teaching this is going to be really fun for me like to hear you talk about the classroom as a place that i miss but probably not enough to go back to yeah yeah no yeah i can give you, <laughs> you can live vicariously yeah you can live vicariously you'll be me. my fix by the way the class you inherited from me i've talked to a couple of those kids and they yes. love you bro they love you I, are they, they you. i'm trying you know once again i'm, I'm coming behind you with another class, nah, man. Trying to live up to the me, standard. It's, it's it's a new world, bro. It's I just said the standard, but those kids are great. You yeah. know, like uh, this year, uh-huh. I'm teaching uh, three sixth grade classes. Got a new set of sixth graders that come in, energetic, ready to go, hilarious, hilarious. Um, we got uh, African American history, which I'm so happy. Oh, that's beautiful. Which is fantastic. And then we've got uh, the 5280 student voice and leadership class, which buddy, (laughs) I am so happy that I've got it because like, as you know, uh, teaching it, it really is a place where you can like relinquish power and and say, let's do this differently. And and I'm not going to be the power source and we're going to work in it together, you know? And so that's what I've tried to do with them. Uh, really focused on building community, you know, uh, which I think the beginning of the year is so critical, as you know, and just making sure that everybody feels good, accepted. And you mentioned it before, like the work uh, downtown of making all the adults, like you think about a world where we kind of built community everywhere, you yeah. know, as we as we onboard new people, as we come back together yeah. after breaks, you know, like was so important. One of the things I asked the kids, this is a real simple question, the sixth graders, they went wild with it. What's your favorite family recipe? Right? Oh, that's dope. It is so easy. And you learn so much about them, you know, and they were whipping around and they, you know, all wanted to share out their favorite family recipes. So, you know, and that's, I, I love the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. As we're getting to know kids Size yeah. so uh, 5280 kids wrote I am poems and, and really, you know, like I've had kids as a, you know, mostly middle school experience, write those I am poems yeah. and they're not sure how to always 
navigate it. And I think it's had a hard time, but doing it with high schoolers, you know, they're really, they were really opening up and like, I was understanding who they were. So, and I'm so excited for you being able to, to take over that class, because I think that, you know, first of all, just the positivity and the joy. Like, I I feel like, listen, we all love middle schoolers. I don't think middle schoolers always appreciate it. (laughs) You know, they don't always appreciate the positivity and the joy they'll, or if they do, they never tell you. Yeah. Or or they come back. It's later. It's way down the road. Wait, they (laughs) reflect. They're like, like, they're like 25 and you're leading a rally at the Capitol and they're like, Um, but, but I, I, this is why I've always wanted you to have more interactions with high school students because they because they really need it. Like, I feel like K through 12 education is the process of just like learning how not to have fun in school. Yeah. It just, it's, it's so weird because like you go to ECE kindergarten and it's really like, it's fun. It's fun. And you're, and you're doing things that matter. You're learning how to socialize. You're learning how to cooperate. You're learning how to wash your hands regularly, which we never knew that was going to yep. be so important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, of the you things. know, and, and it's the, it's the process of defunifying the whole thing. And, and, you know, I don't blame teachers for this. I, I think that when you look and see the decisions that are being made in terms of accountability and academic growth, this is why, this is what kills joy. Like it's the ultimate killjoy. And so for high schoolers to be able to experience a, just your joy and positivity, but B bro, you've got organizing chops. And I think that's a piece like after sitting through those negotiations and doing that work where it can, you know, I don't think it's any big secret that um, bargaining and shout out to our friend Kelsey in Ohio, like they're, they went on strike. Yeah. it's no secret that bargaining can be acrimonious. It can be tense. It can feel like you're not on the same side, but you have to keep coming back to the table. And if, because if you don't ever come back to the table, then everybody suffers. It's not good for anybody. And so I think when we're working with student leaders, we have to teach them to stand strong, to stand their ground and to come back to the table until it just becomes completely dehumanizing and you're yeah. not getting anywhere. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited for you to have that opportunity. We haven't even talked about t- you teaching black history. Um, our friend Kurt Russell wants to come back. Ohio teacher of the year, 2022 national teacher of the year uh, wants to come back and, and chop it up with you about that. Yes. That's what he teaches. Yeah. And so we're going to, we're going to get him back. Make that we're we're going to get him back. But so I'm, I'm just excited for, where you get to be and who you get to work with. Um, and it's cool. And, and, you know, I want to say, let me know if I can help. And I miss those. Yeah, kids, for but sure. For that's sure. Your space. That's your space. No, like, but we're going to, we're going to invite you to roll through to give us the haps on uh, maybe, you know, some issues as it, when it pertains to like, I think topics that the kids are interested in. I still think they're interested. It's come up retaining and recruiting educators of color I mean, that's that's my work right now right that's my work, so, so we, we we're gonna be tapping the resources that yep. we've got around us so yeah it's, it's just a that's really cool. exciting time yeah. and like i um all all of the things that i'm you know like i don't know this year i have an, a schedule that feels good for me you yep. know for the most part so that that's working uh so overall you know, it's, it's been a good start of the school year, except I've never had a school year where I've taken so many days off 
in the second week of school or third week of school. <laughs> right. You and in those days you weren't at school. You were definitely just chilling, doing nothing. Just chilling, just chilling. You never know anything. You've never known an experience until you've spent the night in your uh, your district office. Bro, cafeteria. I texted you that morning. And <laughs> you know, and and you I, I shout out to you for replying. Um <laughs> And like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it was wild. It was an experience. Yeah, you know, to to watch. You're like, to, I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> to eat a meal for four meals in the same room. Like you're like, oh, all right, this is getting real. This is getting real. And I just gotta say, y'all were bargaining up where I like to have my lunch, so I wasn't able to have my lunch. Yeah, no, that's what we days. saw. We saw everybody. Was Did like, you see us oh. all? Co- oh, they I didn't even close. I saw the sign. I'm like, okay, I guess I can't be up there today. <laughs> I felt the, bad. I'm like, no, oh, don't feel bad. We, we folks get lunchroom. Yeah. I mean, lunch I, I, I have meetings up there. I have meetings up there. Like I can bring anyone I want up there. I was joking with uh, some of our friends that, um, you know, in their overheated schools, I'm like, bring them down. You can like, well, yeah, I, we find a space. We, we don't have space. any, we, we don't have anybody working in central anymore. Like after the reorg. So there's room there's space. There's space. <laughs> Comes through there's space and it's AC and y'all can get a good view. Say I won't. Yeah. Um, that's great, man. Yeah. And I think missing like that first, that first few weeks of the year, like that was always really exhausting, but always really fun. And, you know, um, having been in schools the last few weeks has been, it's just been really cool because you start seeing that a lot of the needs are the same, you know, yep. Yep. everybody's trying to do the best they can with their kids. Everybody's doing the best they can to protect their wellness everybody feels like that's not going to be possible. (laughs) And, you know, and you, and, and as like, I always knew how I felt and I always knew how people in our building felt, but there's something that hits different as the kids would say about being able to see it in every single building that I go to. So I was at Gust uh, where I'm supporting their teacher Academy. Some of these schools have these beautiful, both formal and informal mentoring processes where like and if I have this right there's one school where the principal started her career in that school her teaching career in that oh, school wow. now she's a principal and now the teacher that she mentored when she was when she was a teacher the the student teacher she had yes 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 is now an assistant principal oh and wow. now their site coordinator who was a student teacher with the assistant principal is now the site coordinator site coordinator yeah and so there's these there are these beautiful ecosystems and communities like and you know we had a a previous superintendent say to us in a meeting there are great things happening in every school and I think that's such an important perspective to have is that no matter how we rate a school no matter what kind of issues present themselves at a school there are some beautiful things in place at every school I was at DMLK man that's 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 Wakanda for DPS man there we go like and even after a really turbulent spring, they just, like there is a resolve. They're still, and, they're still pushing. Yeah, and every school, every school has a personality. Every school is its own little culture, and that's and that's like, and and it gets to the point when I run into teachers or students from those schools, I can guess what school they go to. Yep, yep. yep. I'm like, oh, you see, you yeah, see, I, see, like I know your kid. swag. I know, I know where you, <laughs> I know where you go. Yeah. But I love what you I think you you really hit a great point when you said that there's great stuff happening in every school. Right. And I think it goes back to my mom used to always say she's like, I she'd tell her friends, 
my son's an educator and I know he's working his hardest yeah. to try to do the best that he can. And I think that's in my experience, you know, and reflecting on being a bargaining team member and representing all of the members and all of the great work that they put in yeah. and all of the ways that they are undermined, disrespected, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and like you said, it's a there's inequities, right? It's building yeah. to building. Not all principles are like this. No, nope. you know, not, not it's not happening everywhere. Yeah. But but to know that we have to represent and be able to protect all these people so these great things can continue to happen, right? Yeah. Because teachers are are literally doing the best they can. And we're not saying that they're well, all of us are perfect. We all mm. have had bad days, made mistakes, bad decisions. Yo, that was a hot that that's a hot take though because I I am I was at an event a few weeks ago that I'm not at liberty to share where it was or who it was with, but I made the statement that all teachers are doing the best that they can, and I got flamed for believing that, and wow. it's amazing to me. And of course, I look around and I'm like, um, there are no classroom teachers in this room, so who are you to tell me? how hard teachers are working and whether they're doing the best that they can. Like, of course we have limitations on our capacity yep. um, and some yep. limitations are self-imposed. We, some, some of us don't want to learn. And honestly, given the pressure and the stuff that teachers have to deal with every day, why would you want to go the extra mile? Like you got people coming for you on Fox news now. And That's right. so why do you, so Again, I'm supposed what and all that? you're trying to do is teach teach kids. Like that's what you would teach. That's just trying to teach, to teach kids that slavery was legal and like protected. And didn't like, know that was controversial. And now I'm getting doxxed, right? And so it's like, so it's wild. And so, but that's the thing to me is that you know, I hope and I really believe that you are the kind of person that will always help me remember what this work is like. I I don't think I'll ever start wilding out, but we've, we've seen a lot of people move into different spaces and all of a sudden it's like they forgot what they spent their whole other career doing. Right. Yep, yep. And so I feel like you're my, you're my accountability buddy. Homie. Like if I, if I start acting whack, you got to get, you got to mobilize two dope nation. Uh, check you, check, check you, check me hard. <laughs> I need to be checked. Well, listen, man, we both got to work tomorrow. Um, yes. So we should probably go ahead and wrap things up, but it's so good to be back on the mic. We'll be back with you next week for an episode. We're going to talk about some other things. Yo, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. We'll see what's up. We'll, we'll see. see what's going on. That's but, right. Uh, for now, we just want you all to stay encouraged, stay resilient, stay tough, stay optimistic. Yo, you know what I've been saying lately? I've been saying that this stuff is too serious to be so serious. That's right. Like, like we have to bring that radical joy into whatever space. And that's right. I'm I'm silly, bro. Like people aren't used to my silliness. Like someone said to me the other so somebody said to me the other day, like genuinely surprised. She's like, You're funny. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah. I'm funny. I bet yeah. everybody. I bet there's a lot of funny people here. We just gotta make. Jokes. We got a joke. Yeah, why, why are we around here? That's I, how. When I walk up in there, I'm like, 
you know, I, you, you know, you shifted that mindset, your classroom oh, mindset, like, where it's like, let's go, let's get yeah, it Yeah, exactly. And then you realize you're not there, and there's a bunch of people with laptops like, uh, hello, um, hi, okay. hi. Oh, did you have this meeting room saved? <laughs> um, so hopefully we can bring, so, although my, I have to say that my department, which has nobody in it at the moment, we have a basketball hoop, like, in the vicinity. So Here we go. That's I'm what's up. Start, I'm going to start raining threes during meetings. I forget it. Boom. Anyway. We've, we've gone long. Um, listen, folks. Yeah, Two Dope Nation is changing. It's expanding its borders. Um, we we may be colonizing um, the space right now, uh, occupying a little bit. Um, but as we said, we just have to stay present, stay joyful, stay radical, stay optimistic, stay in solidarity, but always stay, stay dope. dope.